Newsmakers Week 2024 with our first in-studio visit of the week. The head coach of the GCU Lopes, Bryce Drew, our guest here in the Auction Community Studios. Coach, thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Hey, Gracie and you guys. Thanks for making me the first. Yeah. And I didn't know that. So I mean, excited. it was right. nice of you to take time out of your busy schedule of just winning a ton of basketball games to come in and talk to us. Hey, hey it's a blessing. Um, every win is a blessing. We enjoy every win. And uh, you never get tired of winning. All right, so let's let's talk about what this season might mean in the evolution of this program. We know that Grand Canyon University, when they sort of um, uh, regenerated their program with Dan Mar- Marley, it, it took some steps. Now it's taking even more steps. W- where are you at in the grand plan right now, Bryce? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know we're uh, really excited. It's um, you know made the NCAA tournament last year, two of the last three years, and um, you know nationally we're getting votes to get ranked. We're thirty fifth, I think, in the A people. And 32nd, I believe, in the coaches poll. Um, again, which, which are great accomplishments for our team. Obviously, the goal is top 25, and um, that's what we're working for every day. I'm glad you mentioned that because when the AP poll comes out on Mondays, I'm always looking. How did mm-hmm. how did GCU do? And it seems like you really got dinged in the voting for the one loss, and you've been on a hot streak ever since. How do you talk to to your team about that? What would that mean to you to see GCU in the top twenty five? Something that's never happened. You know, we we talk about it as a team. We did it a lot earlier in the year, um, especially, and uh, we were really climbing. We were really close uh, mm-hmm. before uh, that last loss, and um, now we're starting to climb back up. Some teams are losing. Um, it's just really hard because teams that lose, and you get some teams that win, and they jump us. Um, you know, with the votes, but um, we're trying to control what we can control, and that's uh, you know trying to win as many games as possible. But yes, like like it was definitely one of our goals coming into the year. It's always been such a such a high bar and such a high risk reward to have to win the conference to get the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament berth. Are we finally getting to the point in college basketball with the parity, with the years of success that you guys have had at Grand Canyon, that maybe the doors will open and there will be an at-large berth available? You, you know, a little bit of both. I think we're right there. Um, I talked to Joe Lenardi the other day, bracketology guy, and, um, and, and if season ended right now, we'd be right there, um, you know, on the bubble with consideration to get an at-large bid. Um, it's really hard. I think sometimes the conference realignment has actually hurt some of them in major leagues because you have so many of, like, the Big 12. You have so many teams that are just playing each other, but their their net stays so high, you know, all year. Where if you're a mid-major, like Indiana State, for example, you're in the tournament, you lose a game, and you're out of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I bet that's not something you want to test, that whole at-large theory. <laughs> no. This could be the first. Win the whole thing, right? right. We'd rather do that. Bryce Drew, the uh, head coach of GCU men's basketball, our guest here during Newsmakers Week 2024. Uh, you talked about conference realignment. Obviously, you're playing in the WAC, and that is a conference that has had a ton of realignment over the years. And um, I, 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 the quality of the league overall, I think, is better than it was. No uh, question. With, with all of the Texas schools coming in, how would you rate the strength of the conference now as opposed to when you took over the program? Oh, it's it's uh, significantly better. I'd say a huge jump. Um, I think for some years it was more of a survive. Hey, let's just survive the conference. Now it's more of a, hey, we're thriving and, and let's get schools that are actually going to help us become better and better and uh, be more selective. And, and, and that's just happened you know, in the last four or five years. And so last year we were ranked 11th best 
best conference in the country um, ahead of the Atlantic 10. This year, I believe around 14th, hovering around there. Um, when I took the job, we were in the mid-20s, you know, 23, somewhere in there. So we've made significant jumps in the last two, three years. All right, tell us about what how you, how you remodeled this team. There's some serious size on this basketball <laughs> team. I know when you guys got Duke Brennan, I saw him a little bit last year, and I thought, that's a good ad for this team. Tell, us, tell listeners who might not be familiar with the X's and O's about your team what to look for. Yeah, you know, I think size is a big thing. Um, you know, we start very big, 6'4", um, 6'5", six, six, at the two guards. Then we go 6'7", six, 6'8", six, and then, you know, 6'10", at the center. You know, that that's as big as any starting lineup in the country. And then, you know, we have size that comes off the bench. The other thing I think is experience and age. We wanted to add, you know, older players. Um, so we added some 22-year-olds, 23-year-olds, and, and that's kind of where college basketball has gone, you know, um, in the last few years with the portal and COVID waivers. So those two things, I think, kind of uh, jump out when you look at our team. One of the things that jumped out to me when I watched your team play is uh, one of those guys you added, Tyon Graff Foster, who's had um, you know difficulties at times for, for different reasons during his college career. But man, what a talented player. What, what has he meant to, to your program? Yeah, you know, he's uh, he, he's been instant offense for us. He didn't play for two years for him to come out and score nearly 20 a game is pretty remarkable. And um, the other thing he's done really well is he's made key shots. You know, in our last game, he makes two big threes late in the game. And he's had some other games where he makes, you know, key plays offensively in the last three minutes to help us win. Another player I wanted to ask you about was Gabe McLaughlin, a guy who's been around a while mm-hmm. and is continuing to step up. And he's had some huge games. Um, you know, that steady, I, I view him as kind of a steadying force on your team. Would you agree with that? No question. You know, Gabe, Gabe's been our program for, for many years, Phoenix native, and um, just loves GCU, exemplifies what our university, what our program's about. And um, he's having an all-conference, you know, potentially player of the year type year. And um, you're so happy for him because he puts the work and the time in. All right, so let's uh, let's do the update on the Havocs. Your crowd, your fan base, it's it's considered one of the great party scenes in college basketball. And unlike the WM Phoenix Open, there's no alcohol involved fueling <laughs> that party. So to get that kind of get the kind of energy without the libations is pretty cool. That's a pretty good thing to have. Your, your thoughts on on that element of this program? Yeah, you know, it's pretty remarkable. Um, the school started years ago, you know, uh, building the best student section in the country. And uh, it's amazing the longevity of its have and how it's taken off. And, you know, through the years, you know, they come up with different themes and different things to keep it creative, keep it fun. Um, our last home game, we did blackout and a uh, super cool night. Um, tons of energy in the crowd. And the one thing we're missing is you two. You know, we, we, we got <laughs> two right. home games left. We put right. you right in the middle of the All crowd right. and let you guys experience it. <laughs> but before you get home, and we're talking to Bryce Drew, the head coach of the GCU Lopes, uh, big game Thursday night. Tarleton's, you know, in second place, right behind you guys. How big is that game for you accomplishing your goals? Uh, really big. You know, um, obviously we talk about at large um, in our situation. We have to keep winning. And, um, you know, we want to win the regular season championship. And they're in second place. And so it's a huge game um, with five remaining. Um, what direction that's going to go? All right. As you, uh, as, you uh, as a program, as you begin to make more and more of a name for yourself and you begin to hang with schools like uh, Rick Patino when he brought his crew here, that was that pre 
intimidated you, mm-hmm. but if whether it's UConn or Purdue, does does it get harder to schedule games? Because when teams <laughs> know how dangerous, we've heard about it's hard to schedule home games because you know good teams don't want to come into this environment. How difficult is it to kind of assemble that element of the program to get that lift off? Yeah, you know, definitely difficult. In the last couple of years, it's been you know extremely difficult. This year was hard. Um, you know, we thank the Lord for the year we're having, and if we can, can sustain and and finish really strong, we're hoping it can put us in a different realm for for scheduling. Because sometimes when you're on that fringe, it's really hard. If you can get your net high enough, then you might you know be able to gain some more you know attraction from schools that, that want to play a high net game. And so if we can do that, hopefully it'll make things a little easier for yeah. next year. Hopefully, uh, one thing I've always wondered about too. I mean, you've been around college basketball your whole life. I mean, your dad, legendary coach, your brother's really successful coach. During the course of a season, how much brain picking do you do uh, of the family members uh, in, in the in the Drew clan for, for just advice or, or, or lessons? Yeah, you know, I'm really thankful. I have a lot of, you know, uh, my brother right down, you know, a couple states over in Texas doing mm-hmm. the same thing right now. My dad, like he says, won over 600 games. And so it's just natural to talk to them and get their ideas, get their thoughts, um, their insights on things. And then, you know, others, you know, Jerry Colangelo has been a great, you know, mentor. Um, obviously, he has a lot of wisdom in basketball. And so it's nice having people that you can call and they'll give you, you know, input or what they see with our team and, and with some of the players. And we can make tweaks if need be. Well, Bryce, thanks for yeah, coming in. Yeah, thank you, Bryce. Uh, best of luck with everything. Um, I, 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 th- I told you this off the air. I told this to Bick a couple months ago when I watched you guys play earlier in the season. Not only is it a tournament team, this is the year that GCU gets to that next level. I think you guys can win a win a tournament game. Maybe get to that second that second week, which would be enormous. Yeah, it would be. And obviously, the Final Four is in Phoenix, so yeah, um, that's not a bad goal. You know, I, I think a lot of people have lofty goals and aspirations, but why not? Right? But hey, it's hard to achieve if you don't have them. So exactly. So we're uh, we'll force full steam ahead, uh, trying to win this Thursday first. Yeah, especially with the Final Four, the, the the group of teams that made it last year. I mean, nobody thought of FAU as a as a Final Four team, so it's out there.